Hey gorgeous, this is episode number 216 with the go-to expert in video marketing, Ian Garlic. Hi, this is Ian Garlic. You are listening to the Heart Cells Podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. Well, I'm looking very much forward to the next conversation because Ian Garlic is the go-to expert in video marketing and storytelling. He has produced more than 2,000 videos for his clients and he is a best-selling author of three marketing books as well, has recorded over 250 episodes of the Garlic Marketing Show, which I had the honor to be a guest on. And now I'm so excited that he found the time to be on Hard Sales Podcast. We are going to dive in today why video is so important for your business and why it helps you to sell more. Because with video, you can actually tell a story and Ian is amazing in storytelling selling, marketing, anything that has to do with differentiating or helping you to differentiate from other people in the market, show your uniqueness, your story, and help your clients to understand who you are and what you do. So enjoy this episode. I'm really looking forward to have the conversation with Ian and have fun. Well, I'm so excited you're on the show today, Ian. Welcome. Thank you. Love it. Always love talking to you. Yes. Um, and your conversations with you are so wonderful. And I love your podcast, The Garlic Marketing Show. <laughs> and I mean, you have amazing guests and it's, you know, it's a bit of a pity. You're an expert for video marketing and it's a podcast, so we don't see anything. Uh, but I, I guess just part of life. So how did you get into video marketing and, and why do you see it as so important today that people actually use video as often as they can? Well, I, you know, I, it was 2007, 2008 when um, YouTube bought or Google bought YouTube and I was already in marketing and I knew instantly, I'm like, oh, this is going to change everything because I was working with professionals and every one of them had a different story. And every one of them wanted to work with slightly different people. We all think everyone wants to work with the same people, but they don't. And I realized video was going to allow them to be in front of these people, advising them, be in front of them uh, on a regular basis, like never before. And we're, the way we were going to uh, consume video, especially because of Google buying YouTube. So we're going to have all this intent going into video. And I realized that back then, I mean, I was way, way ahead of the curve. So I, you know, even back then I had to kind of sell other stuff to get people to do video. Um, but it, it just was from there, it worked and we, we've honed systems and we've honed how it works and we've tested and delivered and produced thousands upon thousands of videos and different versions of them. I've interviewed hundreds of people. Um, and you know, things like your customer stories are when they're done right on video can transform a business. And I've seen it now. I've seen people that we've helped grow from zero to millions using online video. And this is, you know, it's not, it's real businesses, professional businesses, which I think are even more important because when we're scared, when we're working with a professional, whether it's a lawyer, doctor, dentist, a coach, a consultant, we want to see that person. We want to know them before we talk to them. So I knew video was important. And obviously now with everything that's gone on with the global lockdown, video has become, is hit a whole new peak. 
it's, I mean, to the point where they're having to throttle YouTube in, in like in India, they're throttling YouTube. So it can, it's a lower uh, bit rate. There's that much video being consumed. So it's, and it's not going to go back down to the level was a month ago ever again, because people's views have shifted. Their habits have shifted. They're used to video. Um, so now it's almost moved from a important to have to an absolute must. If you want to, if you want to compete in the marketplace, you've got to be doing online video. Mm, yeah. And I know that's a challenge for people like the building, building the business, getting online. That's already a lot of work and now including video. But I also know that video really helps you sell. So if you're struggling with sales, you can make it a lot easier for you when you actually use video. Would you have some advice for people what to do first or what, what is the video to have that they have at least a start? Um, yeah, you know, I, I mean, I think customer stories are the easiest, the, the low hanging fruit. You know, even if you, if you think your customers won't talk on video, someone will. So those are the easiest ones because, and stories, I say case stories. I use that term, not testimonials. I don't want to hear, Oh, Christine's great. Her show's awesome, which it is. But if I'm new to you, that doesn't matter to me. What I want to know is who's this person? How did it help them? Are they like me? What was their problem? Was it like my problem? And that's why you have to tell a story. So I would say those are the easiest ones. Um, but then really know your customer's journey like understanding your customer's journey and what's going on right now. Like we're, we're filming this in the middle. And, and I mean, I know people will be watching this later, but in the middle of the lockdown, middle of the shutdown, understanding what's going on inside their head, because I'm seeing people put out content and videos that are horrible because they're completely not acknowledging what's going inside, inside that person's head. They're like, Oh, we're open for business. I'm like, I don't care if you're open for business. Um, or maybe I, they're like, we have zoom. I'm like, I don't know how to use zoom. So it, there's moments. If you know your customer's journey, there'll be moments where it's critical to make video and that will be the video you need to make right then and get it done as fast as possible. But long story short, any other time I would start with customer stories and then maybe get into, um, you know, your process, a process video is or your about us video are two easy ones. They're high converting ones. They're not going to drive a lot of traffic, but they're improve the performance of all of your other content. Yeah. I, I think it's important because it helps people to kind of get prepared. So when they actually speak to you, they already have a feel of who you are, mm -hmm. right? You don't need to explain all the credentials. It's just, well, you're here because you watched the video, you've checked out the website, you, you've seen case stories and you know that we might be the right people to help you. Yep. Yeah. Oh, completely. Yeah. You mentioned earlier and I thought that was really interesting that, you know, businesses rated for more or less from zero to, to millions. What would I need as an entrepreneur? Like what mindset are uh, not necessarily the technical part and stuff, but what mindset or where do I need to focus that I can really kickstart my business? Uh, and that's a great question because you're, you're right. Everyone wants to start with what camera to use, what, you know, a, or what platform should I be on? And that's, those are like the last questions you should be answering. We all have a camera. Um, it, the mindset of if, you know, first of all, providing value in the moment, 
because we decide because of the situation. We, you know, uh, it's, there's a thing called fundamental attribution error. We believe that people do things because of who they are. They do things because of what's going on. So understanding what's going on at that person at that moment, like we just talked about, is absolutely crucial. Um, so under, having a situation mindset, be able to put yourself next to that person and then provide value. And if you're providing value with your video, if you're truly providing value, and there's a format for doing that, but if you're providing value, not just telling someone what they need to do, but being empathetic to what's going on at that moment, they'll pay attention and you will help the right people. Um, so know the situation, provide value, and then understand that one video isn't going to do it. Um, you've got to be consistent and I, everyone talks about this, but understand there's another philosophy called the punctuated equilibrium and it's an evolutionary biology thing, but I'm, I talk about it with everyone. It was a great interview with Perry Marshall, who's an incredible uh, marketer that I had on the show, but we, we think that, okay, I'm going to do X videos. I'm going to do 10 videos and 10 videos will get me one tenth the result of 100 videos. That's not the case. We're going to, you'll, you'll get this kind of result, this kind of result. All of a sudden you're going to feel like one video all of a sudden just takes off. And that's a combination of a bunch of things, but that's why it's, it's, and we see that, you know, we, and we're seeing that right now, even globally. Um, and, and it's an evolutionary biology term because things happen at a big pop, not this slow, the dinosaurs disappeared, right? All of a sudden the internet revolution took off. Uh, internet was around for 20 years before. Um, and, you know, it seems like Netflix took off overnight or this took off overnight. That's what happens. Or things go away overnight. But when it comes to your content, you've got to be helping, 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 understanding the situation. And all of a sudden, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 videos in, your business is going to change. And all those videos are going to start working at a whole new level. So those are three big ideas is understand the situation, provide value in that situation and consistently be putting that content out there. Don't worry about haters. I know that once all of a sudden your, your business is going to take off. Mm, yeah, such, such important um, advice. And um, I know you, you brought us a really cool gift, the storyboard video blueprint, which is an amazing course you put together, which I'm going through right now. So I'm going to give it a shout out right here and there. And uh, <laughs> people can learn more a little bit later of how they can get access. But what I really loved was the, or what you helped me to realize. It's not just putting yourself in the situation next to your client, but really diving into what do they feel? Right. Mm -hmm. So especially if somebody doesn't feel comfortable selling and they hustle and hustle and hustle, they have all this great content. They love what they do, but they just can't make it work because they don't make enough revenue with their passion because they don't ask for money or they don't make the offers. Right. So that person is probably sitting and wondering, like, where is my next client going to come from? Like, why mm -hmm. can't I make this work? And the hard things, and they get really upset and frustrated with themselves because they put in so much effort, but they have nothing to show for. Because their own mindset is in the way to have that sales success mindset where they finally can enjoy sales conversations. So uh, they're, yeah. far, they're far away from understanding how you can have even fun in a sales conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, starting with that story, way earlier to really meet them at the point where they are, not the point where you as a coach or mentor get excited because you see what's possible, but like really start 
with like 10,000 steps behind to make sure you get them understanding what you're talking about so they feel heard and they feel seen and understood that then you can take them on that journey where one day they will realize, oh, that's what I need to do. And now I know where I can go to get support. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And there's that fundamental shift that will happen. It's like, boom. And they might watch your content. People have watched my content for three, four years, never said a single thing and all of a sudden hire us or all of a sudden sign up and, you know, work with us. And they're like, oh yeah, I've been watching this. I'm like, well, why didn't you say anything? That yeah. happens. But it, it's because you're there early in the journey. And when it comes time to buy from you, it's a no brainer. You're the only choice. Mm, totally. Yeah. So do you remember the very first thing that you ever sold in your entire life? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, when I talking started about like, going way back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was an entrepreneur, you know, I, cause I grew up in an entrepreneurial household. So I was an entrepreneur from the get go. So I, I never thought that I, I, I wouldn't be. So I mean, I've started so many businesses. I don't even remember. I honestly don't remember. Like, it's, you know, something as a kid, like, did you sell cookies to go to, you know, Boy yeah, I mean, Scout I sold, or yeah. stuff like this? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I always thought big. So it was like, I always had big ideas of stuff to sell. And I don't even remember it. Like, like all these ideas I sold. Oof, I don't, I mean, you know, garage sale stuff doing that, you know, getting on eBay, went back then and selling stuff. Um, I was always big into marketing and getting people to do that. So I, I, I tried out all like the infomercial marketing stuff when I was like 15, 14, 13, wow. you know, when, you know, and so I was learning that stuff, direct response back then, you know, and I, uh, my problem was just inconsistency. I was like, oh, let me try this. Let me try this. Let me try this. Let me try this. Um, and, you know, I, but I, I always was a good salesperson because I never tried to sell. And I think yeah. that's where my mindset came in. It was like, I, my first, I, I sold, I worked in retail and then I had a job. I was like 19 selling cars. And I, and I know everyone has this opinion of car salesmen, but I, I did really, really well because I never tried to sell anyone. I just listened to them, asked them questions. I'm like, ah, oh, do this. You know, I'm like, oh, this is what's best for you um, and really listen. And, and they could see that. And I think that's the key. Um, but I, I realized back then it was just, you know, just listening to people and providing what they need and what they're asking for. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, sales is service. And, and I always say sales is love because you give something that you share, especially when you are the entrepreneur, maybe you're even like service-based and you, you had the idea, you, you made or created that online course or you know that workshop or whatever. So it's like really it comes from the heart and supports people. And I, I think if you support people and then you put a price tag and that's what they need and they get so much more value out of it than what they pay, you have a win-win situation. Everybody's gonna be happy. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And I mean, and like we talked about before, figure out more and more ways to help them. Yes. Yeah, totally agree. And, and do you remember then the very first time where you actually received money for something you did? I mean, I was doing, I was in 97, 98, I was doing trading 
like in and trading advice. So yeah, back then I did. Um, and you know, right when I was out of college and that was, it was interesting. People paid me. It was very nerve wracking because then the stock market crashed. I went through that. Uh, but I, you know, I was a trader around that time and, but I was teaching people how to do it. And I think that was one of the first times I received money. I mean, but I was, I've always been like in service, either service industry or an entrepreneur. So I was always either being an entrepreneur selling something like in college, I built lofts for college kids and then took them down and got paid. You know, and I did a lot of other stuff to make money and hustled during college to make money. So, um, it's one of those things that just, I guess was inbred in me. Yeah. And I think it's empowering. Like when you realize that people give you money for whatever you came up with, whatever you built, I think that's super, super empowering. Yes, for sure. Yeah. T talking about you being an entrepreneur for, you know, it's ingrained. How, mm -hmm. how do you deal or how did you, yeah. How did you deal with rejection? Well, that's a tough one. Dealing with rejection is tough, you know? Um, and I didn't deal with it. Well, a lot of times I didn't deal with it. Well, you know, I'm like, Oh, my idea is bad. My idea is bad. And I look back and those were good ideas. I just didn't follow through enough and get rejected enough. Mm. Um, and now, I mean, I realized that only 4% of people are ready to buy right now. So, if you, I mean, really you need to be talking to think about that 4% at most are ready to buy right now. So you're going to get rejected just because they're not ready. It's just not now for a lot of people. Um, and I think about that. And then I just try to, now I just try, I'm like, I'm going to leave every conversation providing as much value as possible. Hmm. And as, and knowing that I did, and if they don't want to do it, well, they don't want to do it. Maybe it was just not right now. Yeah. And that's also what you tell yourself. It's not right now. So do you ask people what made them decide? Like, why is it a no? Or do you just move on? Um, I don't really ask people why it's a no. I, I, a lot of times, because uh, I, I don't believe that people know why they're saying no most of the time. They might say it, it was money. I mean, there's ways to manipulate it and go, you know, well, if money wasn't an object, would you do this? And you can ask all those questions. Um, I just don't do that. It's just not me. Uh, I, I, I can tell, you know, it, I've worked with so many people and that's what I like about video. And that's why I like also video conferencing and hearing someone's voice uh, because you can tell that something's off. And a lot of times people will say, oh, it's too expensive. And they've really got something else going on in their life. And then if I hear too expensive, I'm like, well, maybe I should be lowering my costs, right? Um, so I, I don't, because I don't, you know, and that's my reason. I mean, I probably should, but it's just one of those things. I've ne it's, it affects my psyche in a certain way. I've noticed it, so I don't do that. Hmm. Yeah, I always love to take it for research. Right. Yeah. That you, that you kind of know. And obviously the first objection I learned at some point, and that has served me well is the first objection is not the real one. Yep. So you got to dig deeper to find the real reason why they can't move ahead, why it's a no, not now. And then also you can make like a plan. Well, if it's a no, not now, do you want to catch up in two weeks, a month, oh, yeah. a year? Like, you know, you can kind of develop the next steps, even though it's a no right now.
Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a good, I, and I, I always say, you know, well, do you want to talk about this later? Is it something that's interesting? You? Yeah. And always have a follow-up plan yeah. uh, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. So what means hard sells for you? What, what does that mean to me? Yes. Hard sells. Well, I mean, it, it, it's empathetic, being empathetic and empathy wins every day. And that's not sympathy. And it's not an necessarily emotional response, but understanding people, understanding what the uh, listening to them, really, really listening to them, listening to their voice, listening to what they're asking, listening to why you think they're asking. And this is where it comes back to the situation. You know, are they not paying, listening to their voice? Are they just not paying attention to you? You know, are they distracted? Um, listening to what they want and asking questions about, you know, we, uh, we do a deep, deep, discovery process to understand really what's driving people. And I think that's absolutely crucial because, you know, they might be coming to you because they think it's the right thing to do and they don't really want this, but they're like, Oh, everyone's doing video. I need to do video. And if they don't believe it, then I don't want to be selling them an idea that they don't believe in. So that's, I mean, that's what heart sells means to me. It's just empathy, really, really deep empathy. Awesome. Yeah. Being, being true to who you are and also only serve people that need to be served and want to yeah. be served, right? Not manipulating somebody to get to your program or service or whatever, uh, just to figure out that nobody's happy because exactly. that's, that's usually what happens at the end that people buy and then they're not happy and you're not happy because they're not as easy as they could be if they were your ideal client. Yeah. Uh, I want to say something about that though. When you say manipulation, because I don't think you should manipulate people to the wrong end, but if you know, this is right for them, if you know that you're going to be able to help them and they have a lot of objections and, um, and you can manipulate them using ethical techniques, like video is manipulation, right? If I tell a story to make you get an emotional response to take action, that's manipulation. And some people, and when I, when people go through my course, I'm like, there's a lot of psychological manipulation in what I'm doing. And I know it's, it works, but it works on the other side too. So like someone's going to manipulate them to do what's wrong for them. So if you're going to do what's right for someone, you should use ethical manipulation. And cause I know a lot of people are like, well, that's not right to, you know, make them feel this way. I'm like, well, you need to make them feel something. So, um, I just want to leave that there because there are people that are on the flip side. Like I won't, I don't want to manipulate anyone and I just want to be brutally honest and take it for what it is. I'm like you're, you should use everything you can if you're really helping people. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy to get to that in the next episode because I think it's important to talk about it, especially because I'm talking to the pro right here. So we're going to get a lot of more insights and then also on how to differentiate from, you know, what's, an ethical way what's not and how mm -hmm. you can use it for your business to really help more people and, and have more impact to, yeah, on people's lives in a positive way. And so let's finish this one by um, telling people how they can get their hands on the story uh, board. The, the video, video blueprint. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, so we're going to give you, um, uh, 30 day access to the first part of the storyboard blueprint course. I usually charge $2,500 right now to do this with someone. Um, 
one-on-one. And we went through and did this workshop with people and we did it live over a course of five days. And if you go to um, storycruise.com slash heart cells, uh, you'll be able to get access to that. Um, you will have, a, you know, it, I'm not giving you unlimited access because I want you to do it. I want you to take action. I want everyone to take action. So that's why I'm making it scarce because I don't want you to get in there and be like, oh, this is another one of those courses I put off to the side. I want you to take action because I promise you, if you do it, everyone that's done it, I've had, you know, guys like Gina Wickman, who founded EOS, Chris Trier from Rankings.io, uh, Tanner Larson from Build Grow Scale, multi million dollar businesses run through this. And I've never had anyone say, say anything, but this was eye opening and it's changed the way that they sell. So please go there, storycruise.com slash heart sells and take advantage of it. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to our next episode. Me too. Well, gorgeous, I'm really wondering if you have gotten some new ideas because I have a ton of ideas and now it's up to me to actually put that into action, which I understand this video, it's not that easy, right? But don't get discouraged. Take your time, take your videos, take your case stories, take everything you have and put it into action so people can see you, they can learn about you, they can learn to love you and trust you before they even reach out. And it will really help you to get your sales game to a new level. I also found the concept of positive manipulation very interesting and I'm happy that we have another episode together that Ian and I will be talking about positive manipulation in episode 217. So join us and before you do with this episode hop on over to christineschlonski.com forward slash podcast, find the show notes and find all the links to connect with Ian, as well as his amazing free gift, the 30 days free access to the storyboard video blueprint workshop, which will help you a lot to get clarity and to set up your video production in the right way. Thank you so much for having been here. Looking forward to seeing you for the next episode. Have a wonderful day. Stay safe and I'm saying bye for now.